0: Welcome to the Ignite Podcast, the only healthcare marketing podcast that digs into the digital strategies and tactics that help you accelerate growth. Each week, Cardinals experts explore innovative ways to build your digital presence and attract more patients. Buckle up for another episode of Ignite.
1: What's up, everybody? We should have launched this podcast two months ago. We are behind. So I usually think of us as industry trend leaders, but we've been so busy implementing this for clients that we forgot to tell you all about it. Today, we're talking about new GA4 analytics. This will be exciting. I'm going to be asking, just like you're asking, what the heck is it, and where do we go from here? We've got Rich Bridek. He's our head of media and analytics. He's helped build the whole analytics platform that we have here, and he runs the media. So, perfect integration of knowledge between media and analytics. Also, talks to our clients more than he'd like to, so he knows the frustrations they're feeling. Rich, what's up? What's up, Alex? How are you? What's up? This is a casual interview, okay? So, what is GA GA4? What is this Google Analytics for? Google Analytics 4 is a major revamp
0: of Google Analytics. We've been using Universal now for many years. Before that, it was classic. So this is the biggest revamp that they've done in a long time. And essentially, it's for a number of different reasons. Primarily, one of the things is, Tracking users as opposed to tracking devices and sessions. So Google wants to use a more sort of event based tracking system to track users across all the devices that they now use to make cross domain tracking easier from all the different websites and platforms and be able to track on websites and on your app. Right. So before you used to have different systems where you could track activity on your app if you had an app and then activity on your website if you had a website now you can do that all through GA4 so it's it's more about consolidating activity by the user as opposed to you know by all these different sort of technologies that, that users are engaging with to get a more complete picture of what's happening in, in terms of user behavior across all these different devices and and the ways that they engage with your business so that's a big shift. And I think the most important thing for a lot of our listeners may be like, well, I don't really use an app and I don't really have all this fancy stuff. Most of my users come to the website once and then yeah. they convert. So why do I really need this? It's not
1: really a question of whether or not you, you need it. It's happening, right? So Google is making. But is it? The gonna, they're making us, and they're yelling at us to make it happen for our clients. What is it going to do? Most of our clients are these low acuity, pee back, multi-site healthcare groups where decisions made in a day influenced over months. Yeah. But they're made in a day, whether you're getting a derm or dental appointment or behavioral health, a therapist. How does this impact them? Are they going to get new insights, or this is mostly for e-commerce? And- so you will get better insights. So there's a lot of
0: features that are going to be available in GA4 that were not available in the free version of UA, right? That were reserved for the premium version, the 360 version of UA. Like what? So things like funnel explorations, better user pathing reports. It's kind of hard to describe, but like event more event based reporting to understand what users are doing right and they have this whole new section now called funnel exploration or explorations where you can see like different different patterns of behavior that users are taking on the site so it is more powerful you can do more custom based reporting directly in GA4 than you used to be able to do through UA obviously you've got to want to do it right you've got to have the ability and you've got to have the appetite to be doing that kind of analysis outside of GA4 but for those that are interested there's some pretty powerful reporting tools now in ga4 which maybe you used to have like a have to have a custom analytics solution to provide
1: this is for those instances where the decision's been influenced over months it's going to tell you whether people clicked on Google's display ads every remarketing in the end is that like yeah stuff like that but then also like more simple use case
0: let's say a lot of our clients have online booking right yeah so now in GA4 you can set up a great you have great funnel exploration where you can measure each stage of the funnel where users are falling out of that funnel and then you can slice and dice that data by a number of different things so like maybe you want to look at where, where are people falling out of my funnel? Right, it, oh, They're trying to select a doctor. Maybe that's the bit where they fall out of the funnel in the booking flow. Okay, And then you can cross-analyze that with, is it worse on PPC traffic? Is it worse on organic traffic? And try and isolate those issues where you have that leakage. GA4 makes it way easier to do that kind of analysis than you could do in UA. So, that's really, really important. I think the other benefits too is there's more privacy controls in GA4 yeah, with all the compliance stuff of GDPR, uh, all the sort of California legislation. There's much more for healthcare companies too. There's much more ease of compliance around user data that you, that can be retained through GA4 and the settings that you can apply there. And then the other thing too is GA4 is future-proof for like a cookieless world. So it's much more accurate in terms of. When there's missing data with lack of third-party cookies, uh, it can do a lot better data sampling and it can fill in the gaps when, when data is missing. So, again, that's another benefit when you're trying to understand the whole picture of what users are doing on the site, where they're coming from, how they're engaging with you as well. So, there are, okay. there are definite benefits, but like I said, the reality is it doesn't really matter what the benefits are because what's
1: important is you have to do it by July. You have to do it. What is it? Just clicking a button and or placing a new script in the footer. What are we doing here? So, I think Google would would try and
0: present it to you that it's very very simple to migrate. Yeah. And it can be very simple. Right? You can just there is a migration process that you can follow like a wizard. However, what we encourage our clients to do and what they should be doing is they should be looking at this as a as a reset opportunity right because what you find in analytics profiles is especially Like I said at the beginning of this podcast, Universal Analytics has been around for a long time, which means there's usually in a company been a lot of hands in it. They've set it up a lot of different ways. I think we've all seen it. Anybody who's been into analytics will see that there's like 15 goals set up that are now turned off, or they're not being used anymore, or they've got some label next to it saying "zzz old," right? Yeah. Yeah. This is a great opportunity to actually go in and not just migrate all of that, that stuff that you don't use anymore over to the new instance, but to actually clean it up and put together a good conversion strategy, a good event strategy of what you really want to measure, how you want to set it up, those custom reports and visuals that I was talking about. You know, you should be thinking about that in your migration. Like, What kind of custom visuals do I want to set up? Even stuff like what do I want to connect with? What data do I want to send to BigQuery? That's another new feature of GA four is that you can send all Google Analytics data now into uh, a data warehouse. And why would I want to do that? So because because one of the major changes is data retention has is changing in GA four. Okay. Right. So what I mean by that is how long Analytics will store your data for. So by default in UA. It stored it for 26 months, right? So that's just over two years. So you can do a two year look back comparison. By default in GA4, it's two months. Which you can extend up to 14 months if you change the setting. But if you push all the data into a BigQuery, you can store it for as long as you like, right? Because once it's once it's pushed into BigQuery, it's written in that data warehouse and you have it in perpetuity. So I think that's one of the things that Google is trying to encourage you to do is to take the data and not keep it in Analytics, but push it into your own data warehouse. Where you get to pay for it, not them. And where you get to pay for it. Yes, yes, you do have to pay for BigQuery. That is true. Yeah. There is, there is. Oh, I know. I see it on my p l
1: Okay, <laughs> it's, it's not crazy
0: expensive. It's but. too much.
1: Okay, <laughs> nah, And this fun old thing, ten thousand a month, guys. Careful when you have an innovator guy telling you it's going to be fine. You need to translate that to see um, what the estimate on cost is. The it's going to be fine means it's going to be expensive. Clients need to look at his full reset. I like that. This is a chance to reevaluate what actually matters because it used to be that. I mean, dude, some people that come to us, they're just tracking like the clicks to a conversion pad, like clicks to call, clicks to make an appointment, click to yeah. like, this is silly stuff. This is a chance to look at like actual viable calls, make sure that's tracked properly. Incorrect. Right. Not just every phone call. Um, lead forms is fine, but lead forms for net new appointments and then online booking, you know, online book all the way through and then tracking them all the way through and then seeing what you want to visualize. So you need to get like an analytics. If, if they're looking for a consultant, obviously call Cardinal, but if they don't want to call Cardinal, what do they need? An analytics expert from Upwork.com, an agency? Like what, what is the skill set to do this right? What do they need to look for? It really depends on the complexity. Right.
0: So I think if you have. One UA property with a few views, you're trying to migrate over to GA4. An Upwork contractor will be fine, right? Okay. If you have, you know, some of our clients may have 10, 15 profiles, and within those, they may have like. 20 views for each profile. Mm. In that case, you may need more of a, a, a okay. true dedicated agency partner, people who used to do or still do GA360 implementations. That might be the better bet. It's really going to depend on the scope yeah. of, of the work that you need is doing.
1: Ge- is, and is the scope generally based on how big the groups are? You find that the bigger groups have. Yeah, typically. Uh, or they're more advanced. And more small. advanced. Yeah, or or and maybe
0: they've or got sort of more... Interdepartmental or in house resources that are using, yeah, analytics for
1: dashboards and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yep. we're running yep. into that. Yep.
0: Okay. So that, that's another layer of complexity that, that that you will want to think through.
1: Okay. And future proof, you used a good buzzword there, but the whole thing is about first party data going into the cookie. No cookies, right? Everybody's going to be on a diet. And so first party data is going to matter more than anything, getting your own patient data and using that to market. First party data and then also essentially
0: AI and algorithmic ability to un- to fill in the gaps right of like if I've lost some third-party data, can machine learning essentially f- fill in those voids of, of data to help me un- like to model out what happened to, to the, m- the rest of my sample size that I can't see anymore directly through cookies okay. So I think ga4 is going to be more focused on being able to fill in those gaps through better machine learning yeah and we'll see right because I mean we're, we're moving into this cookie-less world right now. And so we'll, we'll start to understand how accurate the data is through GA4 versus what we were getting in UA once we start doing these migrations. Okay. And Google is telling us it's going to be more accurate. And so, if so, we can make decisions based on that data now, and yeah. we can verify that through some of the third-party tools that we were talking about, like better call tracking. Like, are we actually booking more, yeah. more new patient appointments down the yeah, line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we tracking more new patient appointments through online scheduling because of better decisioning that we're making from our GA4 data than we were from our UA? Okay. So, okay. I mean, there's, there's definite benefits to GA4, but a lot of people right now are looking at it through kind of down the barrel of the gun. Of I just got to get this moved over.
1: Just Get moved out, and they're like, I had enough information I was getting. Like, all I care about is my calls, my forms. Like, I don't need this whole mess. But, and that's fine. If you want to, if you're small, stay small. Like, you just got to do it, and then probably you don't need to invest. But this is an opportunity to improve your marketing, feed better information back to the algorithm so that you improve your CPL, et cetera.
0: Yeah. And I think the other disruptive factor that's probably going to be stressing out people is how do I have continuation? Right, uh, so like I ha- I've got all this data, data in UA that I've been utilizing, yeah. and now we're going to switch analytics platforms. And you know, how do I report out pre and post switch? And so that's another thing that, that Cardinal can definitely help with. And you know, I'm sure you know thinking about the benefits of big query and, and data warehouses is you know we have the ability to stitch UA and GA four data together, so it's like a seamless link of you know, the pre and post switch from UA okay. to GA4 yeah. so that your reporting doesn't look crazy, right? Like, okay. or your reporting just doesn't start on the day that you migrated to the Right, Microsoft. right,
1: right, right. That's important.
0: Yeah. I mean, certainly from a user point of view, you're not going to want to have to go into UA, pull a report up to this date, and then go into GA4. It's about implementing solutions that are going to keep all the data in one place, and you have that continuity as much
1: as as much as much possible. Is our analytics director stressed out right now? How's Turner doing? he's doing better. He's doing, he's better. doing better. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's good. don't yeah. need a support system for him. We've got clients that can help. Yeah. All right, guys, <laughs> this was good. Rich,
0: final thoughts? I would say if you have not begun the journey to migrate to GA4,
1: do so immediately. What is today's date? Today's date is February the 27th. Right. And I just said that to make sure the brand team gets this up tomorrow. So if you haven't started, what's the deadline?
0: 1st uh, of July, 2023. Okay. Okay. So, four months. You've got four months, but don't underestimate it how long it's going to take, but oh estimate how complex it is. Or the fees will charge. The, the other thing that people need to be aware of is if they are using third-party solutions like call tracking in particular that need to integrate with GA4, some call tracking providers are already integrated with GA4, some call tracking providers are not yet integrated with GA4.
1: Which ones are rich for the million dollars? Call Rail is integrated. I love that. Um, line, call box are
0: the solutions that we use and actually prefer are not yet integrated. Right. So that's
1: something that doesn't mean you can't set up your GA for. All right, Charlie uh, and Brad, get on it, buddies. Yeah.
0: Get on it. Doesn't mean you can't set up GA4, but it just means you won't be able to complete the setup okay. until... Those I'm sure they're moving quick. Everybody left quick. is moving quick. March and April is when most right. of those integrations
1: alright you All right, y'all, get moving. You heard it here. If you need anything, talk to Rich. Rich will give you free advice. Go to work, Find a Consultant, or you know, hit us up. Yeah. yeah, well, better turn it to clients. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. We're up to eight listeners from three. So I think people are enjoying this content. Yeah.
0: I mean, we'll see if we hold those eight listeners after this one.
1: Ooh, I don't know. I it don't could know. Slid back down to six. All right, good. We'll see. Slips down to six and I'll put a tux on. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. See y'all later. Thanks for listening
0: to this episode of Ignite. Interested in keeping up with the latest trends in healthcare marketing? Subscribe to our podcast and leave a rating and review. For more healthcare marketing tips, visit our blog at cardinaldigitalmarketing.com.